Welcome to Coaching Uncut, a special series on the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I take you behind the scenes and give you a peek into the private coaching I do with my clients. Now, all of these coaching calls have been uh, recorded with permission from my clients, and they have generously allowed me to share this with you as a means of furthering the good in this world and allowing you to have access to master level coaching and to learn the lessons that they're learning right along with them. So please listen in and learn. In today's episode, we're talking about how to sell people who don't know what they want. And no, I'm not saying you should trick folks into buying your stuff when you know they won't actually benefit from it. Instead, I want you to really put yourself in their heads and align with their mindset. Don't make it all about the price point, guys. It'll be way more effective if you emphasize how you can solve people's problems. Listen up for more tips on this so you can finally master the art of client communication. Let's dive in. Okay, tell me all the things. So um, here is my question about um, the sales call. So often um, with, you know, people who aren't sure what they want, I talk to them and, you know, make them decide that they want us. And then the reason why I can't, them, can't get them, like, committed right then and there on the phone is because the, um, I want to do, like, a proposal or something for them, which I guess, like, I could do when we're on the phone. I just don't um, – because it, it, my offering is not – like, when I do a sleep training call, easy peasy. This is the sleep training package. This is how much it costs. This is when I could start done and done. But with a newborn care package, it's like, you know, customized and um, trying to help them figure out what they want when they could cost anywhere from, you know, a few hundred dollars to 70 grand is more challenging. So, you know, I get them on the phone, I do the sales part, I get them on board with working with me and then what comes next? Okay, so let's talk about how you would put together the proposal offline, so not on the phone with them. How right. long does that actually take you to figure out? I mean, not really any time. I just say, you know, this is, you know, you could do this option, which is like full-time care for this long, or you could do, like, I don't want to undersell them, you know, so but I don't. Wait. But specifically, like, in your current practice. Minutes. It would take me 15 minutes. Okay. And and what happens in that 15 minutes? Are you looking, at, you're, like, trying to figure no, out. No, I could do it before the call. You could do it before you have the call with them. Okay. Tell me a little bit more about that. So you know based on the message that they've left or the email that they've given you, generally speaking, what you think this person wants. Right, but the proposal okay. does include options. And are those options fairly standard? Yeah. You know, like, okay. So what I would do is I would 
set up the phone, the sales call with someone. Let's play this out. Let me let me play this out, and then you can throw darts in it, and we can sure. tweak. Okay. Sure. I would set up the sales call with someone, and I would say, um, "Can you make sure you're at your computer in case I need to send you something to look at?" Okay. When you're setting it up, so that they can be close to a computer. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I would have the sales conversation with them. And then I would say, okay, great. I know what I, I know what you want now, and here are the three options that I think are best. Let me pull that up for you and send those over to you now that I've had this conversation, and let me walk you through those right now on the call. So then you send them the PDF with the mm-hmm. option. That's fairly maybe you have three PDFs that you stand you send that are standard. It's these three mm-hmm. options. For this type of person, these three options for this type of person, right? You, you, you know your client well enough to know those are the things, but you don't have to recreate the wheel for everyone. You send that over to them, and then you walk them through it on the sales call, and then you ask them, you know, would you like to get started today? Okay? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, yeah, that's great. Option Two, it makes the most sense to us. Or they're going to say, this is great. I do want to get started. However, I need to talk to my partner, okay? Or I need to, I'm going to think about it. And then you Mm -hmm. say, okay, well, what do you need to think about? I often find that people have questions. You know, when they say that there's like questions underneath the surface, what are those? I'd love to be able to speak to them right now on on the phone with you. Okay, and they'll tell you, well, I don't know if we're going to do a baby nurse. I don't know if we're going to do this. We might be moving, right? And then you'll be able to adjust and speak to those concerns, okay? Okay. But people will say, I'm going to think about it. You must ask that follow-up question, okay? It's a great opportunity to really understand what's going on for someone. And you and you do it with agreement. Okay, that's that's totally fine. Totally get it. I just want to make sure that if you do have questions, that I can speak to them right now on the call. So, what is it that you're going to think about? What are the things that are that you're and talking what do you about say right if now? They say like we just have to figure out what our budget is or something like that. Oh, I completely understand that budget is always a thing for people. Um, can you tell me? If the the service itself makes sense to you, are are you convinced that this is the service that you want? Okay, I bring them back to directly back to what they've told me that they wanted. Okay, because people go into their buying pattern, their money stories, which are I don't have enough, I have to I have to budget, I I can't afford it. But they have a set place that they go to. Okay, and you have to get them back gently in support of what's good for them back to the reasons they said they really wanted it. Okay. Okay. And then I guess worst case scenario, I could get a deposit for the consistent care package and then they could spend their time figuring out exactly how they want to map it out. But they put in the deposit and committed to the packet. Correct. And you need to have some incentive for someone to say yes and put a deposit down, right? Like make that, you know, one of the things that we do to really support parents so that at least they have something 
set up and they don't have to spin out about it in their mind and keep looping about it is we create a consistent care package right now. We have a deposit down. You have someone, you, you know, you, you're booked. You know you're going to get some something, someone, whatever it is, right? Oh. And um, as an, uh, you know, if, if you do that, then you get 5% off the, the full package and you can decide with your partner, your husband, your wife, whatever, which makes most sense for you in the next three weeks, okay, or two weeks or whatever it is. Put, the, put a deadline yeah. there, okay? Yeah, and okay. That, so, so you're really supporting them, but they, they've already, in the sales conversation, you know, in the before you've presented the offer, the proposals, mm-hmm. they have already – you, they've already bought into the kind of service that you provide. Okay. Okay. Would you ever um, ask what their budget is? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Because sometimes and, and, well, I mean, me he, say, you know, this is how much we have to spend. Like, can you put together a package for us? And then I do. And it's, well, that's yeah. fine. If they bring that to you, that's fine. Okay. Okay. But. I, the reason I said no, let me let me explain. So it's not just a pat answer that you use all the time. It's, sure. It's that you you don't want people making a decision based on money alone. Sure, finances have a, a play into it. Okay, and there will be people who cannot afford any of your services. Then you have your DIY. Here's the program, right? Sure. But. Um, most people, once they have the sales conversation, they're going to want what you give them, and they'll figure out how to make it work, okay? If you lead with money, you're leading with mm, the logic the, the, right. their, and right. their, their buying story, their money story. Sure. Okay. Sure. Well, these people, what happened was so I, they were the ones who asked about the price, and so I gave them, like, this is how much it would be, the range of how much it would be for what you're asking for. And then I followed up with a text yesterday after our call, and she said, you know, she was like, oh, great, like, I'd love to talk. Um, I think we're going to either have to go with, like, a shorter time period or shorter uh, or, like, 12-hour shifts rather than 24. But, like, I'd lo- I said, great, like, I'd love to talk through your options and figure out what's going to be best for you. Perfect. So. I'll see what they're, yeah. But see, she already she already loves you, right? She already yeah. wants it, yeah. and and people will be at different places there. Okay, like some won't be as communicative about that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 make that mean anything. Okay. Sure. So good, good. And so really, it's it's about asking open ended questions. Letting them speak, really listening, you zipping your mouth and listening, okay? Mm-hmm. And then digging a little bit more so that you feel like they've gotten to the emotional place with this, okay? Because people make big buying decisions like that. People fall in love with houses. That's why they buy the freaking house, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, there is a handful of people who are like super duper on the logic side. And they do mm-hmm. everything by logic, but that is like one percent of the population. Yeah. Okay, people fall in love with something and then back it up with logic. 
and I don't care if we're talking about like a gym membership or baby care, okay? Mm -hmm. And by fall in love, I mean really say this is what I want versus this is what I need. So important. Because think about this. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've given you this example before, but I'm going to give it to you again. There are people who are alcoholics. They know they're an alcoholic, right? They uh-huh. know that they're, they're destroying their family, that they're going to lose their job, that their career is going to be in the tank. They know this. They, they have the witness perspective on this. They know they need to quit drinking, but they don't because they don't want to. Okay? Need is not enough. You have to be emotionally involved with wanting to do something. Well, that's what my dad says about why he quit smoking. Yeah. He just wanted to. Yeah, exactly. And how many years did he, was he a smoker? Like forever. Right. Okay. Most smokers, like back in the day, I was a smoker, Devin. And then I just quit because I wanted to. It wasn't hard for me. It's hard for other people. I get that. I'm not diminishing that. Sure. But I, it was, I didn't need to quit. I wanted to quit. It wasn't who I was anymore. And then it was easy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and this is, this is human psychology. This is the same with your potential clients. This is the same with your existing clients, reselling them. Yeah. uh, This is so silly. My friends and I are super obsessed with this very weird little sport called barbell racing that they have videos on YouTube. John Oliver sponsored it. It's literally like marbles rolling down a track, but they give them like team names and stuff. And (laughs) we're so obsessed with it. And when when I first got into it, some of my friends were already watching it. And my friend goes, go Midnight Wisps, and that was, like, the first team name that I heard, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to go, like, check out the team, but I was a Midnight Wisps fan, like, that was it, like, him saying that, that was my team, I couldn't change, like, it didn't matter that other marbles were prettier or whatever, I was like, so, it's so funny, like, I think that about buying stuff, too, you get your head around something, and you're like, this is what we're doing. Yeah, you fall in love. I fell in love with the Midnight Wisps, and there was no going back. (laughs) So true. And it's true in your relationships, right? Like, let's connect the dots, because I know you are, you know, there's, we've had many conversations about, you know, stuff with Alex and and what you're growing into and all of that. What do you want? That's why I'm constantly asking you that question, Devin, and why I I, I share with you to ask him around, Everything, it doesn't have to be a constant conversation, but like, oh, well, what do you really want, right? Ask him that. He'll sell himself, okay? But most people are too afraid because they think, oh, he's not going to want what I have, okay? Yeah. But it's actually great information. Oh, that's what I want. Do I want that too? Yeah. Cool. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I'll step forward there. Or if it's too, like, actually, I don't want that. I really don't want that. I really don't want that. That's great data. So I should ask him what he wants? 
Yeah, about everything. I mean, you don't have to be doing it like 50 times a day. But remember the conversation. <laughs> love that, right? Like no one's going to be like, "What the what the frickity frick just happened here?" No, I'm not. I'm not suggesting that. But you, you did that. That was the direction that I gave you around. How do we want to handle living in New York after living at the beach? Right. Okay. Well, what do you want, Alex? And then he came back and he shared what he wanted, and it worked. Right? It was like, oh yeah, we can make that work. It's it's like life is life is sales. If you can see that, oh yeah, hundred percent marketing and sales, right? And and it's not manipulation unless you make it so. But when you when someone else wants something and you have the match to that, yeah, I want that too. Or yes, I can provide that for you. Bada bing, bada bang. Great relationship. Okay. Not asking the question because you're afraid someone's going to leave or you're going to be abandoned or whatever doesn't get you to where you want to go. You guys both have to want what you want, okay? That's sales, okay? He has, you have to get clear about what you want and he has to be the solution for that, right? Not like he fills me up to be very clear. You're not saying I'm broken, you fill me up, I need you to fix me. No, that's not what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. It's, I want to live in New York City three months of the, out of the year, have it as our home base, but then spend uh, the rest of the year at the beach and traveling. Are you game? Do you want that too? Yeah, I want that. Okay, how are we going to make that work, right? That, mm-hmm. and I'm making up the, the story, but sure. Yeah. Cool. Okay. 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 Good. Wait, sorry, just one quick question. So as I'm thinking about the sales call and looking at my notes, rather than um, doing, like, the proposals and giving them something to look at, do you think it's better if I just talk them through, like, this is the consistent care package, and if we get, you know, we get you set up with that, then we can, you know, figure out what it's going to look like. Is that better? Um. I'm pausing because there are a couple variables here. One, if you haven't asked them to be at a computer yet, then yes, I would agree. It's better not to try and make that happen, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But that said, do you feel confident talking them through the different levels of the package without sharing something with them that's a PDF? If that's if you feel comfortable, we've had this conversation before. So yeah, I mean, you know, I like, could scribble it on a piece of paper for my own purposes to figure out what the pricing looks like. Yeah, yeah, and then because, um, as you know, I don't share anything with people. There's no PDF that someone gets. Right. Um, but that's not the case for everyone. Other people put pull together proposals, and there's a there's a um, that's important that, you know, you're going to have a contract that there needs to be something in writing at some point. But in that sales conversation, I don't believe that you need anything that they need to look at if you're clear in your articulation, okay? If if you're able to say this is what it is and right. you don't confuse the customer in the way you describe it, I don't see why you would need so to. So the, um, the consistent care package is like it, my packages are based on minimums. So it would be like, the, and that's the biggest one. So this would be, you know, what you guys would start out with, 
as a you know as a minimum, and then we could figure it out from there what it's actually going to look like, and if you want more, and yada yada. So that's the only reason I would say it's worth. Um, yeah, then it's then you're just selling them one package, correct? It's like one thing that you're you're, you're sharing with them. I mean, kind of, yeah. It's like a minimum. It's like if you like yeah, how this, you and I. I think that works for six people. Months and then you upgraded me to, you know, yeah. eighteen months or whatever. Yeah. So I would I, I would do that. I, I would I would be very clear. Like this is where I would start off with you, and there's, you know, it can scale very quickly if you if you share that with me. And we can have continuous conversations about it, but this is where I would start you with. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I think that's. I think giving them one clear path is the best best way. Like a confused cu- customer doesn't buy kind of thing. Like too many choices. Sure. They they use that as as a reason not to step forward. But letting them know. I mean, this is a great model, Devin. Letting them know. If there's more that you need, then we can absolutely address that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's why I like it. Kind of eases them into it, but then they're in and like they keep going. Yeah, I think it's a good model. Let's see how it goes. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll let you know. Sure. Okay. Sounds good. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Coaching Uncut. If you are loving what you are learning in these episodes, please do two things. Please share the love with another woman who you think could really benefit from this master level coaching. And second, if you're so inclined and you want to take your life and your business to the next level and it's time to scale, please reach out to us and schedule a consult at theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. So that's theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. See you in the next episode. Rock it out. Be unstoppable.